Welcome to uh, Throwing Smoke, everybody. I'm Uncle Randy. That's Vince. Yes, sir. We're going to get rocking and rolling. I wanted to start this whole thing with a question we got submitted um, from a listener, and it's a great question. I can't believe we haven't talked about it before. Well, I, I love your listeners' questions, so I'm already excited. Yeah, says, your listeners' questions are the best. Yeah, it says, uh, Uncle Randy and Vince, why won't anybody, why doesn't anyone want to fight Ryan Hall? What are your thoughts? So you want to go first? Sure, sure. Why doesn't anybody want to fight Ryan Hall? Probably because they know he's going to take their, their ankle or their knee home with him. Uh, he's awkward who do you, how do you who do you get to spar with you preparing for him uh nobody really knows him outside of us you know hardcore mma fans what's the upside yeah i would say i think there's a few reasons actually like uh, one reason i think is that uh for one nobody wants to smoke they can act <laughs> like he's all because uh, he's a very you know centered guy he's not outlandish he doesn't celebrate he doesn't get too high or too low he doesn't look scary at all but those are the scariest motherfuckers walking the earth the ones that don't look like it but they are and his striking is better than people give him credit for i know his jiu-jitsu is nasty his fucking leg locks are just gross i mean it's incredible what he can do with the leg locks like you said he'll take that fucking yeah, I think that's what they're afraid of. I don't think it's his striking. I mean, I, I don't think we've seen much of it. I, I think he was throwing some, like, really slapping long-distance kind of kicks in his last fight. I, I even forget who it was against. It probably went quick. I think it was BJ maybe, right? I, who was his last fight? It wasn't BJ. BJ was his next-to-last fight. Uh, his last fight, I can't even remember. But he, he you know, it was uh, – shit. Was it damaged? Darren Elkins. I think it was Darren Elkins. Okay. Yeah, okay. And uh, he waxed him pretty good. I mean – You're right. Yeah, that was a that was, was cool. big, but I heard that Lamas and him are going to fight, but they've signed the contract, so he is going to fight Lamas. There you go. Who's a gangster? He brings it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets in the heat. Ricardo Lamas was opposite Max Holloway when he pointed down to the ground, and he stood right with them. So uh, I'm I'm a fan of anybody who fights like that. One of my favorite moments uh, since I've been watching MMA was that. Yeah, for sure. And this is Same. a great great question too that we got and. I think it was because they've heard mine before, but they want to know who's your favorite fighter of all time. Mine? Yes, yours. And why? Like, who is it? Why is that? Doesn't matter about records, just who's your favorite? Probably uh, Chuck Liddell. I think initially was the one that I kind of um, connected with. I loved his style, sprawl and brawl. Um, if he got taken down, he popped back up, but he was just trying to trying to bang you out, right? So I really respected that coming up. But, I mean, that, that's a hard thing to say because I've been a fan of the UFC since UFC 1. So I've seen a lot. I was a fan immediately of Gerard Gordeau when he kicked Taylor Tooley in the mouth and his tooth went flying. So I, I've been a fan since then. So there's a lot of great fighters who've come through. But for sure, Chuck Liddell stands out if, if right now when you just asked me that without any preparation. No, that's a good one, man. I – uh Mine is always, uh, everybody's like, what? When I tell them mine, mine was Evan Tanner. Right on. Rest in peace. Evan Rest Tanner. in peace, Evan Tanner. Yes, sir. <clears throat> the camel, goddamn. I love that motherfucker. Win, lose, or draw, man. He was just my kind of fucking dude, man. 
He was my backup uh, on the UFC original UFC game that was on Sega Dreamcast. Yes. Uh, my backup to Marco Huas. Uh, Marco Huas is definitely another one of those guys that I just you know loved and turned me on to mixed martial arts. Valley Tudo. Yeah, you know who was one of mine? Nobody talks about it anymore. Cabbage, old Cabbage. Oh, <laughs> Carrera. Yeah, that dude was a dude, beast. I love, dude. I've never him and Evan Tanner. I think I like guys that can take damage, you know, and keep coming right. forward. Yeah, ca- uh, cabbage was a uh, uh, um, uh, tank Abbott version two point That's what cabbage was. Yeah, with a better chin though. Oh cabbage, man, incredible! It was concrete, dude. I, he people would break both their hands on his head. I mean, concrete because their hands couldn't do any more damage. <laughs> yeah, I might be afraid of somebody that I gave my best shot over and over and over again, and they're still coming. That's like, holy shit. Well, that's where uh, Evan Tanner won me over, right, was when he fought Rich Franklin, and Rich Franklin just beat the dog shit out of him. Hmm. And his face was just gnarly as hell. Had the cornrows in and shit. Just a bad yep. motherfucker, man. Yep, yep. Much respect to Evan Tanner. Yeah, yes, I w- I'm still yes, waiting sir. on them to make that the movie about his life. It was, you know, they've talked about it for a long time. I've still got one of his shirts, the power of one where you could sponsor his corner because he didn't uh mm. he would right. let you know fans and stuff uh be official like sponsors of his shit yeah he's a eccentric dude for sure oh man crazy I, I hate the way that that went down man i think everybody that followed him was like man don't go out in the fucking desert man fucking desert yeah yeah crazy it's never gonna end good no and that one didn't sadly all right so gotta talk about uh Felder versus Hooker. I know it's a couple weeks old. We haven't talked. I was talking to you about that fight. One of my favorite fights I've watched in a long fucking time. Better than most main events that have been on pay-per-views. And this was just the, you know, fight night main event. What were your thoughts on it? So uh, I did just rewatch that. You you asked me about it and I wanted to be sharp about it. And uh, so I scored the fight the way you're supposed to score the fight. And that's mm-hmm. after each round, according to the judging criteria. Yep. And <clears throat> man, I could see it being scored a lot of different ways. Um, I think one for sure was hookers round. I think two was uh, probably hookers round, but I could, I would not be mad at anybody who thought it was Felder's round. Um, and three, I think could have been a draw even though I think my initial my initial response was for Felder, but I'm not mad if somebody said it was for Hooker. So the scoring could be all over the place. Yeah. But the fight itself, I feel like it took Paul Felder a little too long to get going. You know, if if we wanted to have a result that was definitive, mm-hmm. he should have just he should have did what he did in like the four and five earlier in round three to kind of stamp it. But I feel like he just took a little too long to get off. Yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck. I mean that's one nobody got robbed it, it was no a great no, no fucking fight i mean no. as good as it fucking gets man and this is where i come to a point where i think that eventually there's going to be some modification i think in the next year or so they're going to have to come down and look at a lot of the judging stuff just to get clarity on it because the sport's getting so big and people they're making so much money that it can't just kind of be the same old same old you know, and the pressure from the media and just fucking the fans of MMA, I think, will mandate it. But do you think guys that take more damage visibly are at a disadvantage now with the current judging system, the guys that cut easier, that have more scar tissue, 
that tend to because there's just guys that tend to show marks like Felder's just white as snow. I mean, he gets red when you touch him. And then you got the Diaz brothers. They cut if you fart on them. You know, I mean, their eyes open up. They're just pure scar tissue. Yes, sir. So do you think that that's a fair thing? And and where do you think that that damage can go into the equation? Yeah. So, I I, man, I don't know. I don't want to throw the judges, you know, under the bus like that. Like, I think that they're supposed to be educated. They they should be. uh, They they know what. Uh, somebody like Felder, who's you know uh, an albino and just shows everything real quick, right? Like, vice somebody who's uh, just takes damage less, you know, yeah. uh, on on the, doesn't doesn't wear it the same way. Yeah. So I don't think the judges are are that naive. Um. But it. But for the fans, sure. But I kind of don't care what the masses have to say because they're not real fans, so they can always argue about that. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be what it is. But I think, you know. I think people need to read the rules and need to see how fights are scored, and and that shouldn't matter, right? Yeah. I mean, it does. It actually says it in there, too, about wearing damage, too. So I think he would be at a disadvantage. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about because I've read them just just like you. Like, I've tried to study them, and I know that the the order that they should score in. Yes, sir. And it just seems like guys like that are at a – they come in, even though I'm sure judges, like you said, are educated and – when I hope. Big John McCarthy was running an event, I'm sure he would tell all the judges, hey, this guy cuts like he's going to cut, so be prepared, you know, and stuff right, like right, that. Right, 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 right. You know, you never know what a judge is going to say, but I do still, deep down, I will always say, that, you know, what Dana's always said, you can't leave it to the judges, you know, you got to get a finish. Sure. Somebody's got to get a finish, and I know that that – to a lot of fans, I think, oh, you can't say that because if it's a war or this. But, you know, somebody's got to get a finish or there might be fuckery. It's, it's human beings, so there could always be a, you know, a difference of opinion. Yeah, ju- judging is subjective, right? And, and that's just it. It's up to their opinion and their perspective. And, and nobody else has the exact perspectives of those three judges. They're, they're ringside, cage side. Yep. Each one of them has their own perspective that nobody else in that arena has. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so what do you think of? Uh, did you watch the uh, Magomed and uh, Kutalaba fight this past? Is that weekend? the one? Is that the one where dude yes. was playing stupid? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Kutalaba. Yeah, that that's, was a terrible that's uh, Kevin, refs that's intervention. Kevin McDonald, the ref. Yeah, the he ref fucked that one. Up. He fucked up. He fucked up. Yeah, that was my question to you. I was going to ask, how do you think? What do you think was going through Kevin McDonald's mind? Do you think he was just watching Kutalaba and fell for Kutalaba's clear rope-a-dope, which guys have done for years? I mean, uh, Pete Sell and uh, what's his name? Hands of Steel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Greatest, Scott Smith. Uh, Scott Smith. Yes, the greatest opie-dope, even though he really was hurt in history to me when he was like, oh, the body shot got him. Sure, sure, sure. Pete comes running in. Yeah knocks his ass out that's all i was thinking i i could see it look like a rope dope <clears throat> but so what do you do with that what do you think uh so you just feel so, like it was a bad bad call well look again not gonna throw him under the bus he's there not to fuck things up right but uh, i see what he saw um it, however even if i saw what i think he saw i wouldn't stop the fight because i'm gonna let these guys do their thing yeah. but so so uh Scott Smith, Pete Sell, when he when he was robo dope, he was hunched over. In, in this case, 
dude was uh, he was he was doing the rubber dope so deep in his acting that his eyes were moving around wobbly and, and and it looked like he got cracked with head kicks and punches though you we can see in the replay they didn't really the, land the, the, but the ref doesn't have that advantage right i don't know what he saw it looked like he got cracked that's fair it, yeah. it looked like he got cracked with a kick to the head a punch to the head and the dude's doing the wall you know the wall the fred is there right he's just wobbly all over the place but his eyeballs were going you know like he was on some ecstasy he yeah. had the yeah. eye wiggles yep. and okay so maybe this dude saw that oh shit he's out but again even if that's what i saw i'm not stopping the fight i'm gonna let you take one they're yeah. fucking fighters yeah i can't i don't like standing uh stoppages um period really just as a principle to avoid shit like this i know there's times where people have been out on their feet i think sure. the rousey stoppage was fair on her when she was oh, still standing sh- and that was fucking incredible <laughs> you can stop that but this wasn't that and i like yeah, kevin no. mcdonald but sometimes i just wish these refs to save face like pr wise come out and say i fucked that one guys sorry because you're human we all make mistakes but it's when they don't they dig in or say that, oh, but I saw, you can't do, you know, there are, there's become such intricacies in fighting as it's evolved. I mean, shit, they're getting so good at everything, you know, selling, rope open, fucking everything, you know, there's yeah, big money. Now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, yeah, I just, I'm a fan of fighters fighting, right? I'm standing, he, man, get knocked out. He didn't get knocked out. He no. was weeble wobble. He was weeble wobble. He wasn't, yeah, I, that was a bad call. And it is what it is, but I don't think. I don't even think they have the opportunity to come out, correct? I, I think the uh, commissions don't let them say shit. Yeah, no, yeah, I think so. But it would just be nice if that yeah, could yeah. be a possibility. I'm talking about for them, so they don't take the ass pounding. Yeah, my bad, you my know? bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah for I'm, sure. I'm the kind of guy, if you say that, I'll be like, you know, hell, I make mistakes yeah. all the fucking time. I get it. Your job. I tough. think Herb Dean acknowledged that to some extent when um, Robbie Lawler uh, got choked out by, because, because you know, when Robbie came back up, like, I was out, he was like, oh, you know, I think he kind of, like a little bit, but I still support Herb Dean. I, I've, Me too. I've met Herb a few times personally, and, I, and I've asked him about certain calls. I was like, how'd you fuck that one up? And then he explained it to me. I was like, mm-hmm. I need to shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. you are the pro. You do know what you're talking about. And so his description to me of what had to happen, where he came in, from what angle, and what was in jeopardy, I was like, yeah, fans and myself need to shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, some of these guys really know what they're talking about, and Herb is one of them. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't know. Herb fights, or he did. That motherfucker yeah. is a bad motherfucker, man. Yeah, I rolled with Herb at the Fight Academy in Pasadena. And the dude put me in a fucking can opener. I'm like, why are you trying to can opener me? What the fuck, Herb Dean? Okay, here we go. So do you do you train with uh, Gracie Baja? Jiu-Jitsu, yes, sir. Yeah, you know my, uh, I started my three-year-old at Gracie Baja here in Atlanta. Right on. In Ackworth. Fabio Costa is his professor. Okay. Um, love Fabio. I've rolled with Fabio. He's a beast among men. He's an awesome dude. It, is, but I love Gracie is he Baja. doing right by Gracie Baja in following? See, this is my thing about Gracie Baja, right? Like, uh, um, I'm, I don't just bleed red like everybody mm-hmm. else. And, but I believe that if the Gracie Baja is following the structured curriculum, at least in the fundamentals class and, and going through that methodology, taking class 1A and 1B like they're supposed to, those are great places. Yeah. But a lot of these other Gracie Bajas that are former fighters are just using that name and bastardizing yep. the program and saying, I'll teach you whatever today or what do you guys want to work on today? No good, man. You know, just because it says Gracie Baja doesn't guarantee it's going to be a good place to train, but, but it's a good start. Go check it out, investigate it and uh, yeah. see what the culture's like. But if they're not following that curriculum, 
they need to kick rocks and take Grace yeah. Baja's name off their sign. Yeah, Fabio follows the curriculum to a T. He he runs yeah. it great. Uh, I love that guy. There's another Gracie Baja not far from this one. The Ackworth one where I put my son is like the southeastern hub. You know, Fabio, I don't know all the affiliations, but he's always traveling, going to the other schools. But there's one up closer, a little north, that everybody's trying to get removed from Gracie Baja. Because it's oh, shit, just like yeah. you just said. It's a guy that yeah. used to fight. He doesn't follow the curriculum. His kid's program is terrible, which is a yeah, huge part yeah. of Gracie Baja. You want the kid's Massive. program to be solid. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu for everyone. Yes, exactly. That's a, that's a, that's a slogan. And see, I went back. Fabio was great to me, right? Because when I had uh, two discs replaced in my neck uh, two years ago, I'd have them taken out and dead guy bones and a cage and screws and plates. And I set a goal with Fabio. I said, I want to get back on the mats in six months. And my doctors were like, you know, a year minimum. Fabio was like, all right, well, if you're cleared at six months, you know, I'll roll with you, you know, even privately if you'd like, you know, to get. So you don't get, you know, a blue belt in here or a white belt to come in and just yeah. break your neck. Some cock strong motherfucker, you know, that's... Somebody wants to show off. Yeah. And uh, I got on there one day before that six-month mark. I got back on the mats and uh, got choked. Didn't hurt. You know, it's, gonna it was, uh, it's good to do. But no, I'm a huge uh, Gracie Baja fan. And I've, my other son, my oldest, trained at Atlanta Top Team or American okay. Top Team here in Atlanta. Okay. Down with... Uh, Rowan and all them, Brian Stan and all those. Guys. Oh, right on, yeah, yeah. Ron Carnero. Mm-hmm. Oh, right on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Gracie Baja fan. I'm a Gracie Academy fan. I'm yeah. really a jujitsu fan. Of course, gi or no gi, um, I love jujitsu. Period. Do you like one better than the other though? Just personal preference? Because no, here's what I get. I like no gi as a guy that liked wrestling and stuff. I do like gi, but you know, gi because I started no gi at an MMA school when we were fighting when i was young and then when i went to a geek oh, you can get strangled so differently <laughs> yeah you for put sure on a gi- like if you've never trained in a gi i think everyone mm. should your defense will get better than ever because when somebody strangles you with a gi you got like a millisecond to- you have to be more technical in the gi and yeah. you can get away with more by being strong and explosive no gi but i love and hate gi and no gi equally <laughs> There isn't, there's, I, I love jujitsu. Well, I, I wanted to, to I don't know if that makes any light. sense right there. Nice. That's me. Jujitsu. I love that. That's fucking dope. I want to highlight your Instagram post you just put up. I want, if I could love that anymore, I would. About being yeah. a fucking clean, fucking, uh, you know, member of the team when you're training. I harp yes, on sir. that. Yes, sir. Nothing bothers me more than guys that, that long fingernails, fucking stinky ass geese, stinky ass fucking rash guards, fucking nope. shitty ass old sprawl shorts that smell like asshole. Get the fuck, fuck out of here. You. I can't win. <laughs> nah. with you. I can't train with you either. Like no. there's certain things. I mean, come on, man. No. And I'm going to call you out too for this, for, for everybody else. <laughs> I have no problem with it. Like, stop it. I'll offer to take your shit home. If you need somebody to take your shit home and wash it once or twice, I'll help you out. You know, maybe you're down on your luck or something, but, uh, Get that shit together. Wash your ass every class. No exceptions. Clean thinking, you know? Yep. Yes, sir. Well, so what did you, the very first time you did jujitsu, this is, I know we're harping on it, but I love this. I think it's going to be great for the listeners of the audio podcast to get a background on you and I both. But the first time you started jujitsu, right? 
what was your go? What was the first submission you learned and felt comfortable with and ran with first? Yeah, Americana from side control. Okay. Americana from side control, half guard, side control, wherever. Yeah. I had this weird tendency when I was learning um, with John Sturgis to pull guard all the time when I was And I would pull guard and try to take an arm. And I just, all the fucking time. And then as we got better, like that just kind of the first thing I learned stuck with me. And I took so many elbows to the head. So <laughs> yeah. much ground and pound from that yeah, bad habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Of uh, trying to jump to guard all the time. And people were just, this was early 2000s. So everybody was learning the fucking Tito Ortiz ground and pound and shit. And so people were loving that, you know, and I'd pull guard help. The last time I fought, <clears throat> I got beat. The fuck got beat out of me by another guy that was way heavier than me. I was a pretty small uh, heavyweight and just laid on me and beat the dog shit out of me forever. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to do this pro. I'm not good enough. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. keep taking this ass beating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. But the jujitsu, I'll never stop. And I think it was the best thing I ever did putting my son in. Gracie Baja took him at three. As soon as he was potty trained, they would take him. Nice, yeah. His program's excellent. So I'm a huge advocate. Uh, like you, if they run by the program. Yeah, at least in the fundamental class, right? Like the, the curriculum, Gracie Baja allows you the opportunity in the advanced class to teach your own techniques as a black belt mm-hmm. that you know, that you think your your students need to learn it. And, and that's cool. But I'm a, I'm a jujitsu fundamentalist, you know? So if, if I'm going to go to my back, it, it's going to be to stay safe. And I'm going to use more like Gracie's Academy's, uh, you know, stage one through four. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to stay safe. I'm trying to control your punches and keep you keep you close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but sure, you know, you, you know how to throw it up if you need to attack that arm or something. But but if we're talking about street fights, I'm going to get on top. And so oh, it, for cool. sure, it was it was easy for me to learn from there. Take the Americana, the Kimura, the um, yeah, I like the side choke. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, coming from you know, had never trained. Right, it was me and a bunch of guys that were you know, wrestlers. You know, wrestlers predominantly don't like being on their back. That was it's all right. the transition. Right. But so I knew that that was the, right. the word. Yeah. So I was like, That's shit, cool. all right, I'm going to get comfortable doing right. that. But I got over comfortable. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I, I learned out of it. But I'm just talking about those first few fucking classes. I was like a damn spider monkey, just jumping up on motherfuckers, trying to pull them into my guard. I don't know why I felt that was safe. But it's just funny how you how you evolve in jujitsu as you learn. But you know, it's a thing at a time, and it's getting choked a lot and tapping yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, tap early, tap often, tap twice for sure. Leave that ego shit at the door. Uh, somebody's going to beat you and get used to that. Um, yeah. yeah. It's the yeah, most tap humbling early. thing I've ever done was jujitsu because I was right? getting my ass handed to me by guys that were 100 pounds lighter than me. Takes a lot to come back from getting ass whooped, right? You, you, you know, no, no offense to cross, crossfitters or people who just bang iron, but yeah. you, you know, you incrementally get better at that every day and every every time you go back. In jujitsu, you're you're getting your ass whooped before you plenty of times before you move forward. At oh, all. for sure. There's so right? many taps if you kept track of that shit. Uh, you shouldn't. It doesn't yeah. even matter, of right? Course, like I know, tap, if, learn, yeah. Yeah, but if there was like a number, you know, like the ten thousand hour rule, like mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. ten thousand taps, you know, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta yeah. tap all the time and, and sure. leave that ego at the door. Like, leave that ego. You're gonna have some sore joints and you're not gonna make it the long run. Like I wanna train for I wanna train as long as I can forever. Mm-hmm. I wanna roll. That's the only thing that keeps me active, right? Like yeah. 
Uh, it, sure. If it's like, hey, let's go work out, I'm like, ah, you know, I can't maybe. But yeah. if it's like, hey, let's go roll, like, what time? Where? Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's well, my. That's this my is fitness. my advice to like the the Twitter uh, trolls, the MMA Twitter uh, nit, nitwits that we uh, yeah, you know, run into at time that have never trained. If you're thinking about training, a lot of these guys, if you act like you act on Twitter then you're going to be the guy that goes in and tries to hurt somebody, right? Like you're going to make that mistake. But let me tell you at every school, every place I've ever trained, every, they have, uh, enforcers that, you know, if that happens, you will be, you will get it back twofold in some way or another. Don't be that guy. No, don't be that guy. You'll learn really quickly that uh, real life isn't Twitter. So maybe go ahead and act like that. Sure. No problem. Yeah, maybe it'll change your life. Yeah, yeah it probably, it, it'll it'll humble you for sure. No doubt about it. The, the story is told a thousand times, right? I was big and strong and went in there and got whooped by somebody small, a woman, something else. Like, whoa, a kid. Yeah, uh, technique matters and you'll learn that quickly. And you'll learn their consequences. So shut up. Oh yeah, dude, you will absolutely learn. There's no, and the women are so fucking good. God, they've gotten so good. Technical. Young girls in the Technical. kids program. Like, yeah. <clears throat> there's these two little girls. They're twins. They're the cutest little blonde-haired girls. Sweetest thing you'd ever think you'd encountered, right? And they were on the, they competed. They were on the com- competition side. And they were at a tournament. <sighs> fuck, I think it was uh, like the Atlanta Open or something. One of them broke their ankle. This is like a six-year-old girl. Yeah, they did and still won. Yeah, yeah, Savage. Yeah. Balls. They, 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 they won't tap. They go so hard. You have to save them from themselves. Yeah. Because kids will not tap. They'll, they'll go out like they, yeah, they They don't, they don't want to lose. Yeah. They're, they're pretty badass. All right. So uh, back to this does, did you see the Benavidez fight that just happened? Yes, I did. What did did. you, uh, what'd you think about that? First off, we got, uh, how do you pronounce it? Figueredo. Yeah. That missed weight. So he wasn't eligible for the belt. Yeah, the old yeah. Romero scenario, um, where he wasn't eligible, but Benavidez was. So he didn't get the belt. Now, technically, did Sadudu relinquish the belt when they yeah, start, as soon as the bell rung? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, that's that's released for sure. So that belt no, lo- no longer the champ, vacant. Yes, sir. So I've heard rumblings that Benavidez might get a sec a fourth shot. And he should actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that there's uh, somebody else that pops in mind in that division that everybody's clamoring for. So because Figueredo missed weight by two and a half pounds, I'm like, fuck, like nothing, anything that happened afterwards doesn't even matter. Like you didn't make championship weight, not even close, really. Close, two and a half pounds for those little dudes is big. Mm-hmm. And 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 so yeah, no, no, I'm 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 okay with the way it ended. What happened? I think he gets a do-over because of that. And yeah. I'm okay with it. And people that don't know, right? They stopped his cut the day before weigh-ins. Right? The doctors and UFC intervened and said they're not going to let him continue to cut weight. Like he was all, you know, that far off. Hmm. So that gives him an extra day to put back on weight. Yeah, no, yeah. And people don't realize that drastic difference. The guys I mean, they don't weigh them publicly when they, you know, walk into the octagon. Guys can be easily 20, 25 pounds. Uh, yeah, there, there, there was a big difference on fight night in, in that uh, in that octagon. However, and, and I think, okay, there's obviously going to be a difference in Figueredo's, however you say his names, mm-hmm. Figueredo, in his performance because he's going to have to st- struggle maybe to actually get those last two pounds off or hire a nutritionist because I think they said that he doesn't even have a nutritionist. So 
he could probably make some some adjustments to get to the fight and compete the same way. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, uh, Benavides, what is he, dude? Is just he was wading in with every shot, power, head forward, right? Like that that headbutt that they That's got cut was say, was I kind think, of his fault. I think um, that accidental butt fucked him. I think that was his, his fault though. It he's was, the one. He's the one running an, in there, it's right? Still an accidental butt. Like what I'm saying sure, is, I sure, think sure. that had real ramifications, and that happens in sure, prize sure. fighting. I mean, fuck, man. Yeah, there's no way you're going to bang heads that hard that fast and not be uh, uh, affected by it. And he sure. definitely was. Yeah, so I, I'm okay with him getting the next shot again for for all of those reasons. Well, yeah. I like that we agree on that, 100%. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. how I feel. I, I fuck yes, everybody else. If they don't think so, fuck them. They're not idiots. I mean, well, else. what's the argument against it? Like, if people are fighting for the Just division. It wasn't an exciting fight. Just well, whatever. Three, but fuck them. That's the people that. griping about Yoel. Nobody wants that. to fight Yoel. So, so we hear everybody's complaining about the judges got it wrong. The judges got it wrong. But then they they use well, he lost his last three. But there's a lot of like, what what is it? We care about what the judges say or we don't? I know I don't. But do right. you guys care or you don't care? Like, get it get point. it right. Make a big deal about all the judging. And here we are. Say okay, well, most people think he won. So why are you giving him a hard time with the fight? It's a badass fight. To shut the fuck up. I agree. And I've got a personal rule, right? Split decisions and shit. I throw them out the fucking window, honestly, for me. Like, if it's, I don't, they don't mean much to me. You know, like, decisions in general, even. I look at finishes. Right, And that's my biggest deterrent, you know, when I'm looking at guys at matchups. Yoel could have easily been the one that beat Whitaker. Sure. could have went either way. Absolutely. I thought he beat Costa, but, hey, it was a good fight. Close. Great fight. you know, fuck everybody. They're just, they just want to be pissed at something, man. They want to hate something. And you don't have to hate Either fighter. You don't have to have a beef with one of the two fighters in every fucking fight or find something to gripe about. And you, right. know, you could just say, hey, this could be a cool contest. Let's see who wins. Yeah, yeah. Some people need to get laid a lot more, man. They got to fucking chill out. Yeah, you're right. Always looking for something, right? Like what? what and how we, many of them you think would say some shit to y'all Romero's face and say, man, you don't deserve that shot. They'd suck no. him right off, God damn. Yeah, as soon yeah. as he walked in the room... Can I have a picture, please? Yes. Picture, please. Sign my autograph book. Shut up. (laughs) That motherfucker's the scariest dude. Mm. One of the scariest dudes on planet Earth. I'm sorry, man. His neck is fused from top to bottom, and he's doing backhand springs fucking dancing with Adesanya on the stage at 42 years old or whatever. That was great. He was like, go ahead. And then he didn't, and he showed him. That was was so (laughs) badass. And so, so. People are complaining still, but uh, uh, Adesanya asked for him. He did. That's the champ. Like a, the champ like says, I want him. And he would have took Costa, but Costa's injured, yep. so that doesn't matter. So then he, the champ says, I want to fight you. Great. Then that's who we're going to watch fight. I, I don't love it. care what Twitter says or Arrow Helwani or what any of those guys have to say. I'm a fight fan. I want to see this matchup. Why not? Yeah, and I like when the UFC gets out of its own way sometimes and lets these champions call somebody out and let it happen organically and just say, shit, if y'all want to scrap, we'll see. We'll settle it then. If it's going to sell. has called out Yoel before, which right, I give right, huge right. props to. And, and then you got Darren Till gassing it up even more by saying, I'll fight anybody except <laughs> yeah, Yoel. Exactly. You know, so he's even adding to it. It's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. shut up, everybody. Shut All right, so up. So we've got, we've got to go down the card and make our official picks uh, for 248 so we can put them out there for the listeners to uh, 
sure, sure. mock we'll us see. or hold us accountable. We'll see who's going to pick. Nope. I'm going to no let problem. you uh, go first. We will. Is it 248? Yeah, we will start with. Uh, there's only a few fights that I really care about on this card. Okay. We'll okay. start with uh, Alex Oliveira and Max Griffin. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like the cowboy. Um, I like Max Griffin too. I don't know that I know enough about each one of their camp and how how it's gone um, to really pick somebody, but I think uh, I'll just you know throw it out there and take uh, Alex Oliveira. I'm not going to say I know who's going to win because I don't, but uh, I'll take Alex Oliveira. All right, I'm the same. I love the fucking cowboy. Uh, he's a fucking yeah, wild man, dude. His fights are always entertaining. Exciting. Say what you want. His fights are nasty, and they uh, yeah. are usually always bloody. And uh, he's a champ. Yeah, I'll take uh, Oliveira as well. All right, Neil Magny and uh, Lee Jingliang. Yeah. I've always been a fan of Neil Magny's. I've seen him out here in Orange County several times. He's an impressive specimen, tall guy, long-rangey guy. Um, but he always kind of like falls short. And uh, this Lee Jingliang guy, he's kind of uh, been doing some nice things. And he's kind of more on the come up. So I'll roll with him. All right, I'm going to take Neil because I think he's fighting for his UFC life here. Cool. Um, so we'll see. I'll take Neil, and uh, you'll take Jing uh, Leong. Lee Jing Leong. Jing Leong. Jing Leong. Yeah. All right. So next we got uh, Darius and uh, Jakar Close. Yeah. So Benil is a Gracie Baja guy, um, and I'm just going to take him for that reason. Uh, he's also really calm, you know, very experienced. I'm not going to sleep on Jakar as well. He's 11 and he's only lost one fight. Yeah, it should be competitive. Again, I'll just stick with uh, Benil because he's a Grissy Baja brother. Yeah, I'm taking him too. Uh, I like Darius, actually. He's a, a fucking beast. All right, next we got Wheelie and Joanna. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. This, this fight um, is a huge boner giver for me. Like, this fight is huge. We're going to see where Joanna Champion is. Like, this is her shot. Okay, so so I pulled up the, the tail of the tape here. And I was wondering how small uh, Whaley is. And she's only two inches shorter than Joanna. So I'm going to go with Whaley Zhang. I, I feel like Joanna uh, hasn't taken any real responsibility for her recent losses and how things have gone. You know, she's personal issues, this, that. And I know those things are impactful. But uh, I've just been impressed with the way Whaley looks. And uh, I'm, I'm going to roll with her. All right. All right. I'm at a fucking conundrum here. Uh I'm going to have to go with my fucking, uh, shit, I'm going to have to go with my gut. I'm going to take Joanna for this reason. I just think, like, she's talk. if if she doesn't, I'm going to be really done with her as far as picking her here. She has said everything about, like, if if it could go wrong, supposedly it's been going wrong in her camp, like her personal life and all this shit. Uh, So we'll see. Like, my head is telling me to take Wheelie, but I'm going to go with the gut. I'm taking Joanna. So I'm going to say this again just to reinforce it. None of these fights do I think I know who's going to win. Sure. I wouldn't yeah, bet absolutely. on any of them, right? Yeah. I know, but yeah, some people the time act like, yeah, right here. I'm, I mean, there are some times when I'll, be, I'll bet the house on that shit, especially like uh, like Jorge Masvidal, if he ever got in there with Connor, I'm betting the house on that shit. But these fights, these are fun. These are competitive. Whaley Young. I'm taking Magni. Uh, we're both taking Oliveira. 
Yes, sir. All right. So the main event, this one we kind of got to dive into and uh, see what's up. Stylebender, Yoel, what are your thoughts, opening thoughts on this fight? You think it's going to be a good fight? You don't even have to say who you're picking yet. Do you think it's a good matchup yes. stylistically? Have you seen a bad Yoel Romero fight? I haven't. I'm a huge Yoel guy. So yeah, <laughs> you I know? Agree. Yeah. And and Israel's been in there with everybody mixing it up. Uh, Kevin Gastelum style, who this might look a little similar to in the, you know, just the, uh, just try to box and not, maybe not take him down. But I, I think, uh, you know, without saying the pick, I guess, I, I think Israel's just going to maintain the distance and, and, tee off on Yoel a little bit. I don't think Yoel is going to be able to do too much to Israel. His footwork, his movement, his sidesteps, he's always changing direction, and Yoel's just kind of looking to explode. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm, I'm, I think Israel touches him more often than not. I don't know if there's a knockout happening, but uh, maybe cumulative. Sure. But, uh, I like Israel to maintain the distance. I mean, I, th- I couldn't argue that as far as the distance goes. That's absolutely right. I mean, if you just look, he's a he's – a, that's why one day I would love to see him and John Jones get to dance maybe at some at some point in their careers. But that long-ass distance, his quirky, uh, hard-to-mimic style for training. You know, I think Yoel lives and breathes by explosion, you know, quick explosive burst. Like when he need Chris Weidman's head off. Like, <laughs> I mean, that, that's typical Yoel. Like that's how yeah. he needs to win. You're not really going to finish. I've never seen anybody finish Yoel. Uh, closest, like Robert Whitaker had him rocked a good couple of times um, in their war. But, you know, and Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy rocked him. Um, I remember that fight. That fuckery. That was a good one where Yoel yeah, had fucking yeah, an extra minute yeah. on the stools. Like, no yeah, English. No if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I'm sure they believe that shit because every time – Ice on the floor, stool, lay everything, whatever. Yeah, he's done it all, man. But the Cubans yeah. and see, this he's is an bet. interesting thing about Cubans. Uh, and f- speaking of Fabio Costa, the professor, uh, he went and trained in Cuba. We've talked about Yoel together a lot, and he went and trained in Cuba for years and stayed in their dorms and was telling me about how those kids are when they're put into the sports programs in Cuba. How much food they eat is based on whether they win or not. I've heard that before. Like the real, like if you win all the time, you yeah. get meat. Yeah, if you I've win heard, sometimes I've heard that. you get vegetables. Yeah, I've if heard that. If you don't yeah. win, you get whatever's left. Yeah, you better win tomorrow, motherfucker. You're going hungry. Like so, it kind of explains that mentality of uh, Cuban fight. I mean, they're fucking nasty, man. Fucking yeah, for sure. You got to win, or you're not going to eat. Mm-hmm. Shit, if that's built into your, if that's ingrained in you, shit, I, yeah, for sure. I'm going to win. I got to eat. And people want to say steroids with Yoel, but I say his body hasn't changed since he was 18. You can yeah. go back yeah. and find Olympic video of him wrestling. He's looked 45 years old since he was 18 years old. Yeah. There are just some freaks. <laughs> and then there are just some freaks. I, I think he's definitely that. Um, but then he's also been tested a ton, right? Yeah. Like ever since, you know, the suspicions of him yeah. and you know, the, the, the tainted supplement case mm-hmm. there's, he's been tested quite a bit and I don't, you know, I don't know if the government, you know, one government, the Cuba summers behind him, right? he's not yeah. even, so no, but I don't think they're trying to stay 
that far ahead of the scientists, right? Like yeah. engineering what he's taking. Fuck if they are great, but I just think we chalk this one up too. He gets tested a lot. He's just a freak of nature. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you saw that Holly Holm was the first uh, 50 time tested uh, athlete under Isada for the UFC. Uh, not surprised. She is so ripped. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be suspicious. She is a man. She has an amazingly fit, ripped body oh, all the time. You ever seen her out of shape? Like yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't fall off the wagon after she loses a fight. You know, two days later, she's dancing somewhere else, you know, looking mean. She's a big girl, too. Like, yeah, people, yeah. she's not a little, like, puny ripped. She's a big-ass girl. Yeah, I just wish she would get to flowing, man. Good she's shit, just man. too robust. Just get out there and fucking touch some. I don't know. She's, man. like, overtrained. That's a great <laughs> point. Like, she's almost overtrained to where she's, she sticks to a game plan too much. One, two, three, one, one, two, yes. three, one, one, like, fuck, it's, come it's on. Literally, it's like, eh, eh, eh. like, the you same. can even hear her saying yep, her combos. Yep, yep, yep. And guys, guys and ladies, I think there is such a thing as being overly programmed because then they miss windows where, you know what, sometimes you got to throw one from your ass, goddamn. Yeah, you got to throw yeah. one, uh, you know, piss in the wind and see what happens. Yes, sir. I think but she definitely falls into that. I love some Holly Holm, though. And uh, for her to get the first, uh, 50 clean tests from uh, Novitsky. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not mad at Holly Holm. All right, so predictions-wise, I'll go first on this one since you went first on the other ones. I'm taking Yoel for this reason. I think it's gonna he's going to find an explosive home because I agree with you. It's very much like the Gastelum fight. you got a very durable guy in front of you, shorter, compact, uh, very much like Gastelum, more muscular, more explosive. And so I think Style Bender's not going to be able to put him away. He's going to be out pointing and probably destroying him on scorecards. But I just think Yoel, he knows this is could be his last shot at a belt. Maybe I mean, fuck, who knows? He's good enough to keep uh, keep going. Says he wants to fight till he's fifty. Yeah, he'll 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 get another fight. Maybe not at one eighty five, but maybe two hundred five. I would hate to see how big he is if he gets to fight at two hundred five. I'd like love to see how big he is. To cut any weight at all. I'd love to see it. But for the sport and everything, I, I really don't care. I love both these fighters. I don't have a bad thing to say about Stylebender. I, I was skeptical at first whether it was a new hype train, but the dude's a G. He called out Yoel Romero. He's beat everybody in front of him. He's uh, He speaks well. He's funny, charming. Hell, I'm, I'm cool with him. I like him a lot. So I lost money on Deontay Wilder versus uh, Tyson Fury oh, shit. Because, talk about that. because I went with the, mm, I don't think Tyson's going to be able to stay away from that bomb for 12 rounds. And so I, I'm going to, there's something in the air. I think these technical, you know, boxers got something to prove. And, and I feel like Israel is going to go the way of Fury and really just touch them up and put it on them. That, that's what I see. Yeah. So, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet money on the bomb on this one. I'm gonna bet money on the technique, and so I'll, I'll, I'll take Israel. That's fair. I could totally. I could totally see that happening. So glad you brought this up, uh, Deontay Wilder, from the great state of Alabama, like me. Love him. Roll Tuscaloosa. Goddamn hell. I consider him a brother in Alabama love. Goddamn, but I'm disappointed. Not in his performance, because you know you get beat. I don't care about that. But the, the equipment playing the too fuck? much, dude, that's Excuse. the worst shit I've ever heard. I was so oh, angry about it. That's, that's like, ah. Uh, 
not this. Come on, dog. Like all the, I'll go out of my shit. You're mad at your trainer. You know, okay, okay. You can, that's good. That's good for your image. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, 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 not, not the fucking, <laughs> my costume was too heavy. Come on. You must, he must have been really fucked up. If yeah. that's what he, if, if that's what he came up with, let's just chalk, please chalk that up to, he was concussed. He was, he got hit, you know, back of the head, kind of, you know, for sure he wasn't all there. Um, and I'm going to give him a pass and say that's why he blamed it on the costume. Because well, you, you the can't costume be in your right mind. Before, like, try it on or some shit? Like, or did uh, someone so, magically tell you, hey, you're wearing a 45-pound ridiculous thing tonight? So I, I, I heard that uh, he just got the costume, like, the day before. It was, like, late delivery. And he didn't know it was going to be that heavy. Oh. But then I've also heard that he trains in a weighted vest suit. Yeah, so I heard he, that on Rogan. Like, he, he was he was wobbly because I feel like he got clipped a little bit, you know, the ear kind of back yeah, of the head. That's, that's why he was wobbly, and 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 that's why he was out, man. He was off equilibrium. He was like Bambi yeah. all over the place for more than you know several for several rounds. Uh, and, and yeah, you hey, look, you got cracked, bro. Yeah. It wasn't an intentional illegal blow. I I think it, I think it was an illegal punch. Back of the head's illegal, um, whether intentional or unintentional. Um, and I think that had a tremendous impact on the fight. Um, but I don't know if it would have gone any differently because Fury, really, his strategy with his increased weight like weighing on him, he he had a good plan and he was going forward and he took it to him, and we'll see how how the third one goes. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't understand why uh, people can't just give credit where it's due. Like Fury had a great game plan. I mean, he really did. He forward. just fucking uh, decided, you know what? I'm going to do the opposite of last fight. I'm going to make him fight off his back foot. Yeah. People have historically seen is his kind of crutch for right. Deontay Wilder. And Floyd Mayweather's jumped in and said he could train Deontay for the third fight and have him beat Fury. Hey, whatever sells a fight, whatever. Yeah. And everybody's uh, up in arms about it. Man, it's prize fighting. It's boxing. I think it's good drama. Everybody's got to up relax. in arms about. What are they up in arms about? I haven't that, heard this. That. They, that they shouldn't fight a third time, that that's not fair. You know what? In the world of, of prize fighting and shit, it doesn't matter what you or I think is fair. What's money? And I'm going to watch a third one yeah. no matter what. I gotta, I'll got i admit it right f- now. I'm going to watch it. Who the fuck doesn't want to see that fight again? I want to see what Wilder's made of because I think a lot of times he's young enough and new enough in boxing. Everybody knows he hasn't boxed a, for his whole life. He converted later in life when football was over for him. Um. So I, I want to see. Sometimes a loss can be a good thing. People think you got to be undefeated. No, you don't, man. Not my favorite fighters. They weren't undefeated. Every every great fighter has, I mean, say for Floyd, every great fighter has lost. Yep. Like, you know, everybody considers Muhammad, you know, the, the greatest of all time. He's lost. He did. Losing happens. Yep. Like, only Floyd Mayweather, I, I think, when, and, you know, uh, Rocky, Marci- fucking, Rocky Marciano. Marciano. Yeah, are two boxers in boxing history or 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 did andre ward retire undefeated i don't know if he did retire undefeated he may have i think he retired so maybe okay three boxers in in the recent memory who who never been defeated yeah there's plenty of great fighters who have lost and that doesn't uh, this one loss doesn't doesn't mean he's not a great oh fuck i don't as i'm saying is he a great fighter i think he's a great knockout artist he is you're right you know because technically He's not a great fighter. No, technically he's uh, he's kind of doo doo, but that's yeah, his thing. He waits for right, right. one right hand. Right, right, right. And uh, it's effective. It's yeah. effective for sure. Yeah, I mean, but you look at uh, 
This would be the last thing I wanted to run by. I had this note to see it. Did you see the recent podcast uh, Mike Tyson did? I've only seen the clips. Where he talks well, about he's where he was crying. He was talking yeah. about he doesn't want the old guy to come out. Yeah, well, I, I saw that. Where's Tyson on your uh, list? And uh, what did you think of those clips? Um, so Tyson on my list. So growing up, I definitely remember the Holyfield, Tyson, Lewis, Bo, all of that, right? Yeah. And uh, I was absolutely drawn towards Evander Holyfield. That was my dude. I was like, this fit-ass, dope dude is using more technique than the marauder that Mike Tyson was. I've met but, Evander. He's fucking yeah. top I, I, I grabbed his traps when I was a kid. I jumped up. Uh, at, he was doing uh, – it was an open workout in Caesar's Palace. I believe it was Caesar's Palace. My dad's like, go over there. I remember grabbing his traps. Like, that's big-ass man, right? Like, so I've always um, felt close to – you know, that was who I rooted for was Evander. Yeah. And probably because my dad was always hating on Mike Tyson. Gotcha. Um, but 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 I, I learned to not uh, just go by what the older people around me thought, my dad included. Mm -hmm. And uh, I respected what Mike Tyson was fucking doing, man. Yeah. He, was, he wasn't just winging punches. He was moving, switching, defense uh, – like – you got to give Mike Tyson all of his uh, credit, respect, and do it. And, and I do. Yeah. Uh, what I think about those clips, I'm a man. Mike is Mike is an uh, an enigma. Mike is a different person with way different experiences than you or myself or mm -hmm. anybody else. Nobody's been the baddest man on the planet, the most revered man on the planet for so long in a time when when the heavyweight champion of the world was. Everything. everything and what he's seen and done i have no fucking clue wild wild shit so when he's i know he's no now i know he knows he's being recorded i'm sure he's aware of that a little bit and went deeper into his feelings but i i don't think it wasn't authentic i think it absolutely was and uh yeah i believe him i believe he's worried that that crazy animal motherfucker that he was you know a, a raised to be uh, can come out of him people are always complaining about their childhood all the time they're all fucked up because of their childhood yep. this is mike dyson who definitely had a more fucked up childhood than most so yeah. yeah i believed it all yeah dude i mean that kid he came from a home as his mother was a prostitute and uh raised by a, an old white man that was uh, a boxing guru who was very stern and had one objective so he never really got that portion of his life from his teens to you know, he was a guy that was scared to death to fight, but wanted to fight. Like, people that don't think he's authentic, that's crazy, dude. That that guy fires my tits up every time he speaks. I love the fact that he has found uh, medicinal cannabis to help with his, uh, you know, Keep issues. He's a big fan of it, and I love that. And he's actually made a lot of his money back. And I'm, I'm pulling for Mike Tyson always. And I hope not? Yeah. that he doesn't ever succumb to that old right. Mike coming out because it's only bad intentions with that guy. For, for sure for sure you know i've seen him moving around with some of these uh fighters again like he's kind of starting to talk about it again and if he ever if somebody if he ever went into somebody's camp and really like because he says he doesn't even hit the bag because he doesn't want to get angry again and shit <laughs> yeah 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 but there's nobody i'd rather talk to i mean he was such a good defensive fighter people don't give him enough credit you know he could move he was a he's a historian of boxing and yeah. uh you yeah. know buster douglas 
just remove the cape from Superman, you know? Yeah, shit happens, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody falls. Rome fell. Everything falls. Mike fell. Yep. That was epic. But I'm always pulling for the guy. I hate when people give him shit and because uh, that's an easy target. To me, it's cheap, you know, like that guy's a goat, man. Leave him alone. Let him try haters. to do well in life. And if you haters think he's a bitch, hate. you're a fucking bitch. Anybody that would say Mike Tyson is a bitch, I c- I would just need to slap the shit out. And I don't want to slap the shit out of people, but if that comes out of somebody's mouth, like I hate that when they say it about any fighter, a pro fighter, when some MMA Twitter douche says, oh, he's a fucking bitch. I'm like, really? No, 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 really? no, 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 no. You would never say that. No fucking that. way. Shut and it could be the, the lowest caliber of a UFC fighter. They wouldn't say A it. female would slap your bitch ass up. Shut the fuck oh, up. Peace them up for, real quick. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure. Me nuts. But yeah, yeah, all respect to to Mike. I uh, love that. Yeah. Guy, so. Well, what did you think about the about those clips? What, what was your reaction it, to I, it? I hundred percent bought into it, man. I think he's always struggled with that, right? Like all the way back to the Robin Givens interview when she like he was all docile, and I mean you can tie it all the way back to his rape case, you know, and going to prison. He's a very conflicted guy. Like, people don't give him credit. He's a smart guy. He's very well read. He's you know, he may not have the best speech in the oh, world. Absolutely doesn't. <laughs> you know, he's not yeah. dumb. Yeah, no. And he's trying to be better for his kids. And no one knows his experience. He had a daughter that died tragically. Oh, you no. know, when she, uh, I think she got her, uh, is either in the swimming pool or she got her neck mm. wrapped around the power cord to like a, a treadmill at his home. Like she was like mm. four years old. Mm, that's terrible and you know the guy's experienced pain that nobody has and so you see that with him and then when these new breed this is that new breed of bully i always talk about right which i hate bullies but they now they're all cyber bullies right they see some hole in some guys or they think it's a hole i don't think it's a hole for a man to, to cry if he's emotional i mean fuck i don't give a shit that dude will punch your head off your shoulders with for no sure. problem yeah yeah, no, no problem. I, I remember um, teaching my niece jujitsu. We're about to have a tournament, Gracie Baja Whittier. And uh, I don't know why I, I, I showed her this one little technique. It was a standing arm triangle. I don't know why I felt like the kid just wasn't going to try to get to the ground. Mm-hmm. Showed her real quick. She ended up, uh, first tournament ever, wipeout shit, a little, maybe, you know, 12 year old kid. And uh, she choked out the boy. Mm-hmm. And I, I shit you not, I, I couldn't help it but cry on the oh. side of the mat. And my friends were like, oh, shit, are you crying? Yeah, fuck you, I'm crying. I'll fuck you up while I'm crying. Like, what? I, you know, yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> you no, got a problem with me crying? Come here, come here. Yeah, there's nothing I got wrong you. with it. I, yeah. I think it except I'm not going to be crying on podcast because Dana White kicked me out the UFC. <laughs> you know, I was overcome with emotion watching my niece choke out a boy oh. in the first jiu-jitsu tournament, okay? So, That hurt sure. me. I remember that. We've talked <laughs> yeah. about that before. Old, uh, yeah, yeah. Old I was like, God, <laughs> that's man. different. That's different. You talk about his uh, fortune change. How the fuck? That guy's calling basketball now. He's on WWE. Uh-huh. Like, fuck. Good for him. No, no. Good good for him. He, You know, I, I go ahead. He's actually played basketball and he followed WWE forever. Mm-hmm. Go talk about those, please. Go. Those arenas are about that drama. Go, please be a part of that. Like, it's his drama that I don't appreciate in MMA. So, I think those fit perfectly. And he is well-studied, right? Like. Yeah. He's followed those things. He's followed broadcasters like Mike Tyson followed fighters. Mm-hmm. Give him credit where credit is due and go do that. 
the fuck out of MMA, please. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. Honestly, I've I never had a huge problem with him other than the crying thing, and I was starting to forgive him for that bullshit. And then you know we talked about it. What he did, uh, what I feel like he contributed to the Nick Diaz. Uh, fuck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's right. You know, I've got a huge spot for the Diaz brothers. I always have. I fucking love those guys, especially Nick. I think he's a uh, he's a pioneer that doesn't get enough uh, credit. Man, he's a fucking he's one of my he's in my top five. Um, talk about somebody that isn't scared of nobody. But he yeah, is, Nick. and he's a lot like Mike Tyson. Like he hate, he has a love hate with fighting. Yep, and I think absolutely. the greats kind of have that uh, conflict, uh, right? <clears throat> Except for Evander, I've I've met him at a couple of charity things here in Atlanta. You know, this is where he lives, and the motherfucker looks like he can still fight right now. Yeah, he does. and he probably he still good. wants to. Hell, he's still yeah. saying he could be champ again. Yeah, that's crazy. But you, there's something to be said. He was that first guy that really brought weight training you know because he was moving up in weight class he's small man he had cruiser weight right but yeah and i remember when he had that fucking weird backpack that he would strap mm-hmm. on and, and do his fucking and i was like what the fuck is that he also took ballet yeah and then he pieced up mike tyson mm. pieced him up yeah yeah wasn't scared at all he's the first guy i ever saw well buster see buster had that you know his mom dying like he was just a caught lightning in a bottle Yes. And then got fatter than a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Andrew Ruiz 1.0. That's where Andrew Ruiz took his inspiration from fucking Buster Douglas. God, Andy, what a blown opportunity with that fucking guy, though, man. I had huge hopes for him until he took his fucking shirt off for the second fight. Short-sided, being man. Chubby. If you're just a chubbier person, there's nothing wrong. Chubby guys can fight. But when you come he, in fat, I'm talking about fat. Yeah, yeah, he proved that. He he he's taking a little bit of responsibility, and, and then I know people from his camp and from that circle, and they're like, "Bro, the dude was eating like uh, at a pizza parlor the week before he left. Like, this dude, he's partying too. Like, I'm not I'm not going to talk about what a dude is doing sure. while he's partying, but uh, yeah. the dude was partying quite a bit. You know, being the he was being the king, he was being the man, but fuck, he could have really been the man for a lot. Even he didn't even have to win that next fight. He you just had to have a good showing, good showing. And, 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 and sh- you know, show up and really put it on and fight like you're supposed to. You know, a Mexican warrior yep. really coming to fight. Had he done that, he would still be revered. He would still be partying up being the man, He, you know. But just showing up out of shape and obviously not training and fucking around, like, man, he, he became Buster Douglas 2.0. Well, now he's got to win two or three fights again to get into the mix where had he come in, like you said, and just been competitive – he, they would have had to do a rubber match. He would yeah, have I don't know. His third, he would have gotten a rematch. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I don't right now off the top of my head. I don't know who his promoter is, but um, they need to keep him in that circle, right? Like well, Joshua's he's, already booked. He's booked to fight uh, some Russian guy, and then Fury and Deontay. What about Ortiz? What about Ortiz? If he fights Ortiz and has a great showing, he's he's right there for yeah, however these be. trilogies work out. Yeah, you know, yeah, it could work it, itself back out. Go ahead and do that, but don't. You, you, Man, I would hate for him to get even further away from that. And I'm not writing him off. What I'm saying is what happened to him is what would happen to probably 99% of people when you go from having very little money to Scrooge McDuck money. To being the man. He's the champ. Yeah, yeah. He's buying cars left and right. Probably got the best cocaine on earth. You know, he's partying up. Got chicks everywhere. Tits out. Fucking loving him. The attention. 
Oh, the yeah. attention is it, right? Like that's the best. You can have money, but to have attention, yeah, that's that's even more. And people that try to pretend like, oh, I would never do that. No, you don't know that. You know, none of us yeah. do. Yeah, how yeah. I would react if I had that kind of money? Who the fuck yeah. knows? I, I say it all the time. I'd like to believe I can handle the fame and fortune. I'm going to try my best, but who knows? <laughs> I might lose my fucking brain. With everybody sucking your dick all the time, everywhere, guys, girls, everybody bowing down to you because you're on TV, you're somebody, right? Like, Man, it just might go to your head. I would hope not. I, I would hope not. But mm-hmm. how do I know? How do I know? Yeah, I mean, it's always sat with me weird. Like when uh, Tyson, you know, lost a hundred million dollars. I was like, how the fuck can someone lose a hundred million dollars? But then I started thinking about it. If you got Don King in one part of your pockets, and all of your entourage in another part, you know, and you're paying for everybody's shit. And then yeah. after I watched the new uh, Michael Vick uh, documentary on ESPN. And saw how he was footing the bill for every one of his friends and fucking leeches virginia like close friends that just fucked him just ate and racked up expenses and him being a loyal friend was just like i got you you know i got this big contract they straight up sucked him dry leeches <sighs> terrible mc hammer that was the first one i remember losing 50 million or more i'm like how the fuck does that happen but when you roll with everyone everywhere and you're paying for everything, that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have your your eyes on the books, there's all kind of ways to get fucked. Yes, sir. Well, shit, man. We'll wrap this one up. We covered everything. This has been awesome, though. This is the kind of show I like, man. This is uh, fantastic. Let's tell them where they can uh, reach us at. Where can they get at you, dog? On screen right there. I think if it's on screen, I see it on screen. Hashtag the V. Ramos method. Hashtag little big Vince. Hashtag abg underscore sgv i'm out there nice and uh i'm uncle randy goddamn hell you can get at us at uh married as fuck on twitter or if you have questions uh for us on the next episode we'll be coming back in two weeks we'll be talking about our picks from ufc 248 uh anything else that comes up in uh, combat sports hell we're willing to talk about it you can ask us anything you want uh send that into at throwing at smoke throwing on twitter and we will always answer them. Every question you got, we'll get it answered. And uh, we'll give it to you straight, goddamn hell. You can even troll us if you want. You're going to get fucked up. Uh, we're going to give it to you how it should be. So if you want to send in some old bullshit, uh, be prepared send for it. what you get. Send don't it, Holtos. That's question you don't want to hear the real answer to, goddamn. Because we will look it. you up. Yes, sir. Well, all right, brother man. Well, I will holler at you uh, next time, brother. Yes, sir. All right, see you, bud. This has been awesome. We'll talk to you yes, later. Sir. It's been throwing smoke. Uncle Randy loves you, goddamn.